all of our clients tell us there's a weight lifted off of their shoulders. So that's my biggest goal is when we go in there and when we leave, we want them to feel that gone, whatever that is, whether it's clutter or if it's just some clients care more about the aesthetics than others, but maybe their pantry is just not working with how they put it together. Whatever that feeling is for them, we want to bring that in. That's Jenna Halfland, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and in this episode, I sit down with Jenna Halfland, founder of Spiff, an organizing and clean living empire based out of New York. We talk about how this business was inevitable for her, how boundaries in building her team transformed her business, and why sustainable solutions are a win for everyone, including your style. And why, at the root of it all, having freedom to use your time as you wish is everything. Remember that you can leave comments and questions about this episode at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Let's start by telling everybody who you are, where you are in the world, and what you're up to. Okay. So my name is Jenna Hafflin. I am the owner of Spiff. Spiff is a luxury home organizing business. We are based in New York and travel all over and plan to expand. So there's so many people who are into uh, organizing and organizing businesses right now. They, they seem to be popping up. A lot of people watched The Home Edit on Netflix or Marie Kondo on Netflix or read her books. How did you get into organizing? And let's just start there. How did you get into organizing? Okay. So I've always been obsessed with cleaning. That is what I did when I was little. That was my favorite activity. And as I grew up, I just kind of asked myself, what my passion was. And the only thing I could come up with was cleaning. So I just wanted to elevate that and turn it into a creative and luxury service that I can target celebrities and high-end clientele. So that's, that's where it began. And here I am. So when I asked people on the podcast, you know, is this fulfilling eight-year-olds you dream? The answer would be yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But better because cleaning to me, I love it, but it's not mm-hmm. as creative. Yes. It's really satisfying, mm-hmm. but the organizing is an art to me and there's always a different project and everything is different. Every space is different. So it's always exciting. Mm-hmm. And you have a really unique niche because you're doing luxury high-end organizing. How did you break into that market and why is it important for you to be different than you know, traditional organizing that people might see elsewhere? So I broke into it just based on my location. I live in Westchester. Um, That's just the clientele and Mm -hmm. the demographics around here. So it worked out well for me. Um, And sorry, what was that other question? Why is it important that you focus in the luxury market for you and your business? Well, the actual reason for me, one two reasons. One, I saw how the recession affected my father and Mm -hmm. when I was younger, and I always wanted to make sure I was just in with celebrities and people just that were always financially stable. Um, And number two is my vision. Um, A lot of the materials we use obviously cost money. So I would like to make sure that the clients have the budget to spend on that to just to elevate their spaces 
as much as we can. Yeah. And that, that brings up a really great point about dream clients, right? Because you know that you want to make sure that you're fulfilling your need to make a space look amazing. Like you wouldn't be able to walk away satisfied if you were using really ugly plastic containers. Right. Like it would make you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like mismatched or just using what they had when in reality, those products don't actually work all the time and they don't mm-hmm. maximize the space and they might not even match their aesthetic of their home. And I really want them to love their space, invest mm-hmm. a little bit in that space and have it last and become functional for them and their future. Yeah. It's, it's really speaking to your commitment and you know, like I can't deliver my commitment if this isn't the base price point, because otherwise you'll lose your, you'll be crazier than the client would. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't (laughs) work. And I don't think they would be as happy either because Mm -hmm. they're looking, when they hire us, they're looking for a certain tier and aesthetic of, you know, what they expect. And we deliver that, but that comes with a budget. So yeah. Yeah. And so many people I'm sure would love to have celebrity clients and, you know, premium clients. How did you break into that market? Was it literally just asking people in your um, neighborhood or did you have a lucky break where you had that connection? So I guess um, not really through people I know, but just either reaching out to them uh, via social media or Mm you know, connections rolling it, you know, one t- leads to another, basically word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is with my other clients that it was always word of mouth, a little bit on social media, Google, but word of mouth has been my best friend. So that yeah. travels also with celebrity clients. Yeah. You know, so many people feel the need to organize their home. They really feel the pressure of all their stuff, especially when we've been stuck for, through the pandemic in our homes more. Mm-hmm. What is the psychological impact that you see like for people when you're transforming their home? Like, cause to me, organizing is more than just organizing stuff. Like it's this whole world. It's like, what is that whole world to you? Yeah, it's definitely more than just the aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. All of our clients tell us there's a weight lifted off of their shoulders. So that's my biggest goal is when we go in there and when we leave, we want them to feel that gone, mm-hmm. whatever that is, whether it's clutter or if it's just, you know, some clients care more about the aesthetics than others, but maybe their pantry is just not working with how they put it together. So they want to level that space up and we, whatever that feeling is for them, we want to bring that in. Mm-hmm. How much fun do you have every day doing what you do? How much fun? Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> there's hiccups. There are problems sometimes that, and you know, just timing. A lot of our clients do our package deals. So those are five hours a day, strict five hours um, mm-hmm. over three days. So, sorry, each session is five hours. So each day is five hours. And we mm-hmm. just need to, you know, keep that in mind. So that would be our biggest thing is just making sure we get enough done in those five hours, but also not leaving a mess for them. So it's just some, you know, that stuff, I guess would be the biggest problems. Or if they're, you know, sometimes we go in and our plan has to change depending on the materials the client has or the items. So those are the two biggest things I would say. Everything else is really fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I had an organizing business when I was in college. And it was just when organizing started becoming a thing and I did not want to get some lame part-time job. And I'm like, I can do that for people. And I was like, so it was fun, but I did have a couple experiences of like having a hoarder type person call me. And I was like, 
I had to tell them, no, I'm like, I am not equipped to handle this. And I would be here for the rest of my life if I took this on as a solo person. Yeah. Um, so when I first started my business, I did a couple of those jobs. Not a lot. I yeah. learned very fast that this is not my thing. Um, <laughs> I, it's just a whole other avenue, I guess. Um, but I did when, you know, when I first started my business, I took on any job. So I mm-hmm. just wanted to grow and that's how I snowballed. But I learned again fast that that was not my stuff, <laughs> but we yeah. did do it, you know, with the hoarders, she wanted to save the garbage and it was mm-hmm. full on. So I, I've seen it all, yeah, but now, I'm sure. we, you know, we've gotten past that. <laughs> yeah. It's much more fun to organize a really amazing shoe collection than dealing with who knows what is in that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, to not come out with dirty nails, it's nice. At the end of the day, it's also less taxing on your body. It is a lot still, but it's much easier and relaxing and it's just so much fun. I love closets mm-hmm. too. So well, and you've had the great exposure of getting to work with some people like um women who have been on Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. How has it been to build those relationships and to like see what you've transformed, you know, be on platforms like that and to get that exposure? Well, for the Real house, it's so funny because I watched that since I think I was in high school. So <laughs> to be in, you know, and have a relationship with them is, it's cool. I, I don't know. I'm so in it now that it, I guess I might not realize. So I have to think back and be like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's really cool. The people that we've met the, and then it, they recommend you to their friends. So it's, it's great. And they're really cool to work with and really chill. And we like mm-hmm. that. We like easy clients. Yes. Well, and, and they appreciate working with clients who are discerning like you right. and your company are because not just anyone can work with a well-known celebrity client. Like there's so many things about privacy and rules to follow. Um, how have you set up policies with your team to, to be like, are you pretty strict with how, what your policies are for your employees? How do you Um, train them to be prepared to work in those environments? So we just go over, we have the same method, I guess, for mm-hmm. every client. We kind of keep to ourselves, read the room, um, just mind our business. And that goes for every every client. We don't want to mm-hmm. be too much in their business. I mean, we're seeing everything of their items. Right. So keep it, you know, we don't read somebody's notebook or we don't look at their bank, mm-hmm. bank statements if we see them. So we mm-hmm. oh, that's overall. But then with celebrities, obviously, if there's an NDA, we, mm-hmm. we follow that. Um, otherwise, it's just what we normally do on a day-to-day yeah. basis. Yeah. And obviously, don't talk about their personal things that we see. It's just kind of common sense and common courtesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's often the, the common sense is often uncommon. So yeah. <laughs> that happens. So yes, there's Mm -hmm. just make sure you don't do this kind of thing. (laughs) Well, and you've been really lucky because your business has grown and you have a team. What was it like going from doing this yourself to having a team working with you? Amazing. Um, (laughs) I'm still learning to delegate certain things because I'm so used to doing them myself, but I mean, just having even one extra person helping me is such a difference. And it also helps the client because 
something one person can do will take so much longer than what Mm -hmm. two or three or four people can do. So I've learned all of that and just figuring out how many people are needed for a job. And it's just been so nice to not do it all myself. I used to do all of the shopping, all of the organizing alone, um, the invoicing, all the admin work by myself. And now mm-hmm. I'm lucky to have a great team that helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you decided to start this career and this business, mm-hmm. did people in your life think, oh yeah, of course Jenna should be doing that? Or were they concerned of like, maybe you should get a real job? Like, did that come up for you? Um, I don't, think so. If they thought that they kept it to themselves Um, (laughs) wisely. (laughs) Yeah. I think my family knew that this is like a duh, this is perfect for her. Um, I, maybe they doubted at first if I would actually go through with it Mm because I sat on it for a little while. I opened it in 2016. I didn't really do much with it. I was working in production at the time. Um, I just, I get to a certain point where then I'm like, go and I don't look back and I, I do it. So I'm not sure about their initial thoughts, but I think they were just kind of waiting for the jobs to roll in and for me to actually do something with it. I went full-time in 2019 and I started gaining clients in 2017, 2018. So it took me maybe a year or two to get in there. (laughs) Yeah. And do you come from an entrepreneurial family? Like, is, was it? Is that normal for your family to have people start their own businesses and and work for themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So my grandfather and then my father, they both have their own construction businesses. And my mom, she worked for herself doing holistic medicine. So I I grew up seeing that. And I guess I didn't realize until I was working for other people, like, oh, I have vacation days. Like, I can't just go whenever I want to. (laughs) it wasn't working for me. So I was like, I definitely need to work for myself. (laughs) Well, that's such a big thing for so many people, especially now with this great resignation that's been happening. I I think people are realizing that there's so much more to life than just working. Like most people are happy to work really hard and that's not Mm -hmm. the concern, but it's when all you're doing is working really hard. It doesn't work. Right. And if you're not doing what you love, I always tell people just find a passion and you can just, you can make a million dollar business out of that. Go for it. (laughs) A hundred percent, right? It just takes them to think outside of the box because I might not know much about what their passion is. So I can only help so much, but you have to think outside of the box and can you make product? Can you provide a service? You have to, because a lot of people think black and white, but I'm always Mm -hmm. like, what do you love? You've got to go do that. Go make your money. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I also love too that as you've been expanding your business, you've been bringing more of what matters to you into it. Right? Yeah. So you, you've you've brought your aesthetic into it. You've brought you know the sustainability component. So let's talk about those two things. How did how did your business shift when you started bringing in more of your aesthetic and also providing these add-on services? And let's tell everybody what the add-on services are too. Okay. Um, what would you like me to start with? The add-on services or the aesthetic? Let's start with aesthetic. Okay. So um, my aesthetic is very neutral, organic, raw, um, clean, and eco-friendly. So I like sustainable materials like wood. I do not like plastic. And I think putting more of that out there um, helped me attract some of the clients that have the same aesthetic as me, which is great because then I can 
put out the work and uh, have it on my portfolio for the things that I like to show too, versus Mm -hmm. a cabinet filled with plastic bins, which I think looks cheesy and it's not eco-friendly, which is really important to me. Mm -hmm. And then you've expanded the eco-friendly side to be helping people with other parts of their house. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So I love to educate my clients on eco-friendly products, not even just with the material, like bins and materials, but um, with their cleaning products as well. A lot of our clients will have a full closet just dedicated to backstock cleaning. And the thought of all the plastic bottles makes me sick and the chemicals. And if I'm Mm -hmm. organizing one of those spaces, I do get a massive headache because I'm not used to that. So Mm -hmm. I love to tell them about eco-friendly products such as Blue Land, where you just put a pot into the bottle and you never have to buy the bottle again. So it's cheaper, it's better for you. And they actually look so much better. Yeah. And great and for the environment. <laughs> great yeah. For the, yeah. They say, it's all around better. So unless they're really attached to their cleaning products that they're currently using, then that would be the only downfall. Yeah. It's it's a, amazing how much just stuff we have, right? And there's a big push right now of like just consuming less and then consuming smarter. Mm-hmm. And it's um, always amazing to me as well. Like you can organize a home and then how quickly stuff just appears in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what recommendations do you have for people to just stop things from coming into the house in the first place? So I think a lot of this is psychological. Um, I think you're either somebody that needs to hoard, whether it's backstop, whether it's clothes, I see both, um, just always having stuff come in Mm -hmm. that's psychological, I think. Um, but just understanding that, like I said about the cleaning products, you don't need to buy bulk of whatever OxyClean or whatever it is, or Windex, you can Mm -hmm. just have this one bottle forever and get the little pod. So there mm-hmm. are ways to go about eliminating the, those things, but that's up to the client, <laughs> whether yeah. they want to those changes. Did I answer your question? Yes. And, and I imagine that you also have a lot of clients who like you help and you make their house look amazing and things are working. And then they still need to call you back because they're still humans using the space and still, and then stuff change or their life changes. Like how often do you have repeat customers like this? So a lot of our repeat clients will have us do different spaces that we've never done before. So I am pretty impressed with how well they can keep up with it. Obviously it's not, they're not holding the jeans exactly the way we do or putting Mm -hmm. everything in color order, um, obviously, but that (laughs) it is what it is, but I'm pretty impressed. Um, There are certain clients. Yes. We just have to keep on doing it. They'll have a lot of kids, a lot of people in and out of their home and you know, that's fine. But, um, most, most of the time it's different projects, which is great. It makes me happy and it makes me feel like they're not wasting their money and it's working. Yeah. What are you most proud of with your business? Um, I guess just how far it's come in such a little bit of time. Mm Mm-hmm working with ableist celebrities, just growing, um, you know, the word of mouth has been amazing. I know some businesses don't have that as much and that alone is very exciting for me. And I just can't wait to see where we go from here. I'm just really Mm -hmm. excited to expand. And it's been 
very exciting for me. Yeah. All around. When you think of the words powerful and ladies, what do they mean to you individually? And does the definition change when they're put together? Yeah, I guess I would say that they do change. Um, Individually powerful. I don't necessarily see money in that as a lot of people might, but maybe somebody that can bring people together or help and, you know, benefit more for everybody versus just themselves. I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty powerful and powerful ladies together. I would think it's both of those things with women coming together, helping one another and sharing things that might benefit the other and just kind of elevating each other up or one another up. Well, and we met through powerful ladies connecting everyone as well. Um, how, how has your circle of powerful women helped you get to where you are today? Um, it's been amazing. I have so many people first with my team alone, we're all ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that. And then people like you and Natasha, my -hmm. publicist, I mean, just, I feel so comfortable and I feel like I have a a family, like a business Mm -hmm. family, but also (laughs) people I can just reach out to. And I don't know, everybody's just helped so much. And I feel Mm -hmm. like everybody's on my team and wants to see me win. And I feel the same for them. And I want to help them and see everybody win. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look back at the journey that you've had and other careers that you've had and the different jobs, how have those experiences that were totally different from what you're doing now actually really helped for you to perform at your best in your business? Hmm. I don't know how they've helped me perform better in my business, but I know they've made me want to go so hard at being a <laughs> boss because I do not like working for anybody. So <laughs> I don't know, like production. So I was a production assistant and then I mm-hmm. was a nanny while I was building up my business. Um, maybe time management with being a nanny and production. I'm sure there's something, but that was really just a job that I thought I was interested in, which I was, but that expired. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was so, I, oh, the best part about production was Mm -hmm. that taught me. Um, I was waking up at like two and three in the morning for commercials and I got to make my schedule now and I pretty much just work 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's my day. Obviously Mm -hmm. there's admin work and travel time sometimes, but that was like, I am not doing this. (laughs) My sleep, I love my sleep and I love making my own schedule. So that was two things. Well, and when we start to look at what matters to us, right, your, your sleep and your schedule and being able to have the time to take vacations and that, that freedom component, yeah. like I, I, there's people who like wish they were doing something else. And I don't know if they realize how much that that's what they're actually missing, right? Because if we have more of that autonomy and that freedom built into our lives, whether it's working for somebody else or creating our own business, it changes everything. Yeah. It's a big game changer. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. And I know that like, you've been really great at making sure that you are taking vacations and you are taking time off. Um, All about mental health. Yes. (laughs) It's so important. Do you schedule that in in advance? Like, how do you make sure you uphold that commitment for yourself? 
Well, I am. So I am a workaholic also, (laughs) but I'm learning as Mm -hmm. you know, that was mostly my first couple of years in business. And I'm like, okay, I can trust people to help me now. So I can step back a little bit and take this time now. Um, I, I have to plan it a little bit in advance just because of the work schedule, but I also have a team now. So if it were a little more short notice, that's possible also. Yeah. Um, as you're looking to wrap up 2021 and we're going into 2022, what are you excited about for your business and your own life? And like, what's, what's on the agenda for 2022? Just expanding. I actually would love to expand to LA. That's Mm -hmm. been heavily on my mind now. Um, so we'll have to talk more about that (laughs) and just expanding more work. Just the amazing clients I'm getting to work with now is just such a blessing and I'm so excited and I just can't wait to get more of that. Also just putting out, I, as I grow on social media, I can share more about the importance of eco-friendly materials and different alternatives that people can use. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that you know, great organizers like you, Mm -hmm. like you will travel to help someone who is a dream client and who really fits what you're looking for because you're so driven to like, just make it happen. Like it doesn't matter where it is. It's like, we'll figure out a way to get there. We'll figure out what this looks like, but like, there's a real pull you have of like, do not live like that any longer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We just want to help you so we can figure out everything else. And if that means hiring a team out there, if you love our services and you have a friend that wants them, let's start hiring people so we can get a team in your town (laughs) or state. Well, and I also really love that, you know, looking again at how you're just bringing all your things into your business. You've been really smart about If you're recommending products, if you're using them all the time, like building relationships and having partnerships with different brands that you use all the time as well, which I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs, especially in the early days, miss. They don't think about how they can be building their business in both directions. Like you're, of course, building your business with all of your clientele and wowing and dazzling them, but you're also looking at these partnerships that you have because those are also business opportunities, especially for service-based brands. Right. And there's certain things that I will not take on because they don't align with my brand, such as mm-hmm. non-eco-friendly materials or products yeah. that, mm-hmm. I, that just doesn't align with me. So why would I even entertain it at this point? And mm-hmm. I've learned that too. It's just, I can turn things down now and it's nice. Yes. yes. You've also been really successful at having, um, you know, followers and traction through Instagram. Mm-hmm. How important has it been for you to have a social media presence and have you been working with anybody else or has it been, been you and your team making all that happen? It's been myself and my team. Um, Mm -hmm. it was all me at first. And then I, I had some pointers from somebody and they helped me for a couple of months, but I, we're still putting out the content. It's still the aesthetic that I like a template on a story is still something that I created. Um, I have one of my team members, she does our stories and it's just really been me. And that's another job. That's the whole yeah. other job. It's 10 o'clock. I have to post. And I really <laughs> look into one of those, um, the calendar things or it does it for you. Yes. Um, yeah, I really need to do that. Um, but I'm yeah, a note for our next call. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I need to do that. Um, and just 
yeah, it's, it's been all us. I don't have anybody. I don't recommend paying somebody a lot of money either to help. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is be consistent, post reels and stay up to date. That's really all you need to do to grow. Yeah. And you're paying attention to it anyway, because there's so much competition for your market uh, in Instagram as well. Like, you know, I follow because I follow you and another client of mine who's in the organizing business mm-hmm. and just other organizers. There's so many people showing you like how to fold or what things look like. Yeah. And you, I, I really see your aesthetic coming into your social media as well. Like there's a yeah. lot of uh, like content control that mm-hmm. I see you do through your business, both of like what you choose to have um, product wise, you know, the different baskets and boxes that you use with clients, but as well, like what you put on your your Instagram, how, how do you do it? Is it strategic that you are controlling the entire message in all places, or is that just who you are and how it's shown up? Um, when you say on my Instagram, what other Mm -hmm. things besides the content are you referring to? Like, I know you just said bins and the materials I use, but what do you, do you mean? Like Mm -hmm. color scheme? Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like your, your, your branding's very consistent. Like I see a video, I know it's you versus any other, you know, Mm -hmm. potential organizer like everything, I really see your brand messaging and imaging showing up everywhere. Like your website, your social media, how you work with clients. Yes. So that is very me. If you see my apartment, it's all (laughs) (laughs) neutral, clean. I'm like, Oh wait, why am I doing this whole color thing? Just because I think Mm -hmm. other people like it. I don't, I can't, I don't like color black. (laughs) Like that is me to the core. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why don't I just be me? So that is, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's me. Um, I, I just love how it looks. I think it's super clean and it's very organic feeling, which is on brand for me with Mm eco-friendly and sustainable. I do want to use a lot of wooden and natural products aside from plastic. The only places I really want to use plastic now from, from now on are in bathrooms, um, like under the sink and sometimes mm-hmm. in doors, the wood can yeah. get a little funky and under the sink in kitchens. That's really, yeah. that's about it. You know, you're, so you have a successful business. You you're growing and adding a team. You've been adding different cities and States to where, who you can service. Mm-hmm. You're working with celebrity clients. You know, when you look at your business and what you achieved, are you like, holy shit, like this happens. Like it's real. Like I'm doing it. Yeah. So I'm very hard on myself. So I have like times where I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Like the engagement on Instagram is low right now, which it is right now. But then I have to look at the big picture and I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I'm very hard on myself. I'm a perfectionist. So I do. I I have down moments a lot about it, but then I, Mm -hmm. I need to come back and remind myself of all the good. Yeah. And how, when you're setting your goals for your business, are you also setting goals for the rest of your life? Like what does the rest of your life look like? Are you doing yoga or are you hanging out with girlfriends? Like what are you doing when you're not working? Um, yeah, I'd love to just be on a yacht on vacation <laughs> with my family. Um, that's the end goal and having mm-hmm. my business thrive while I'm on vacation. That's all I ask for. I am, I, I do definitely want my own product line, eco-friendly mm-hmm. sustainable line. So that that's in the future, but, mm-hmm. and 
I guess, just expanding the business, having a cleaning team, um, being in different states, but just having a low-key life where I can just relax that and not work so hard. I saw my dad work so hard. And mm-hmm. I don't think you need to work that hard. I think that's mm-hmm. just kind of a story people tell themselves. So I think yeah. that you don't need to, what is it, work to live? You need to live. No, you need to, the other way around. You don't need yeah. <laughs> to live to work. You need to work to live, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't think you need to do that. For example, I work five hour days for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty nice schedule. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that. And I'm, I'm doing pretty well. So I don't yeah. You need to, you know, drive yourself into the ground to be happy. And so if you're working five hours a day, what are you doing with the rest of your time? Either, well, so we could be traveling. Sometimes we're in the city. That could be two hours more of travel time. That could be a seven hour day. And then I come home, I eat my lunch um, and I go to the gym and that's pretty much it. Sometimes I have to go to the container store, but I do have somebody that shops for me. So if I'm going, it's really just because like of the last minute yeah. thing. And sometimes do you secretly enjoy going? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Not every day after I did it for so many years, I was like, oh my God. Cause I wasn't, I was going to the job. I was going straight to the container store cause I wanted to get it over with. Then I was coming mm-hmm. home eating lunch at five o'clock and then I was yeah. going to the gym at eight o'clock and it just, it was so tiring and it's just mm-hmm. a lot. So yeah. I'm really happy yeah. to have someone do that for me. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, I can't tell people enough that you, as you mentioned earlier, you need your team, you need your group yeah. of people because delegate. Yeah. And doing business by yourself is, is it's not, it's, it's more than silly. It's a hindrance to your business. Right. Yeah. You just wear yourself out. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and you can't help all the people you wouldn't help if it's just you. Right. Yeah. No, (laughs) I need more, I need more of me. So now is the the goal to train everybody to be almost Mm -hmm. like me and then we can help a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) So for people who want to, you know, work with you or they want to start implementing new green products, like let's just start with people who want to work with you. How can they reach out to you? Where can they find you? And like, what's the process of getting started so they kind of can imagine what it's like? So um, they can reach out preferably uh, via email. Um, mm-hmm. They can find us on Instagram. That's my whole portfolio. They can Google us. I'm pretty accessible. Um, or they can call me. So yeah. that's that. I We start by getting some information on the projects that they want to do. I need to see either through FaceTime or photos, the spaces, mm-hmm. so I can provide them with a quote and we go from there. Yeah. And I, I want to figure out like what their issue is with the space. So is there too much stuff? Is it just not working? Are you transitioning a room to something else now, you know, so we get the whole background story and what their goals are too. Mm -hmm. And and they can find your, the email and the phone number and all the ways to get to you through your website and your website is? Uh, Spifforganizing.com. And then all my contact is also on my Instagram, which is at Spifforganizing. And that's S-P-I-F-F. Yep. And that's just my company name. Spiff Organizing is not my company name. It's just Spiff. It's just, those are my handles. Yeah. I love that you've even made the name like short 
simple, neutral. Yeah. 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 I actually love that. My friend came up with it. I can't even take credit. I'm not creative with names or slogans or anything like that. That's I'm a visual person. So I did not, I can't take credit for that, but I loved it. It was short and sweet and cute and everybody loves it. So yeah, shout out to her. (laughs) Something I think is also really great about your business is that um, you've partnered with some of some people who have either like clients or similar businesses. Like you, for example, have partnered with Britt Theodora, who's the celebrity stylist yeah. um, where you guys can, she can style, help someone restyle their wardrobe. You're going to organize it. You guys yeah. have shared clients. Like what is it like having um, another, you know, powerful lady rising up with you who, who you both share clientele with and can do these kind of collaborations with each other? Yeah, it's great. Um, obviously we do different things. Um, Mm -hmm. we can do the closet and she can take the stuff or bring them stuff. I just don't like when she brings more stuff after we work. (laughs) (laughs) That's happened. Um, and then we just have to make more space, but it's okay. No, it's all good. It's, um, it's really cool. It's fun. I think that we obviously share the same clientele. So I love Mm -hmm. to work with her and others. Why not? Why not help one another? We yeah. do different things. There's no competition. So mm-hmm. let's go. You know, we ask everyone on the podcast where they put themselves in the powerful lady scale. Zero being average everyday human and 10 being the most powerful lady you can imagine. Where would you put yourself today? And where do you think you put yourself on average? We'll take a seven. Um, <laughs> one I love the number seven, but I think I'm just not to compare, but to see how other people have created things that they love. I just, I think I was bold to go after something that I really love. I took Mm -hmm. the risk. Um, I know a lot of people aren't into risk taking, especially when it comes to their careers. I thought outside of the box and I kind of made it happen for myself and I have big plans. So one day I'll be a 10. (laughs) I love it. You know, for people who are on that fence, and who are considering, should I go do my own thing? Should I break free from this job I don't like? What would you tell them? Do it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, and don't look back. I think everybody mm-hmm. should just... I mean, I, I know some people aren't... They don't want to be their own boss. They would prefer to work for somebody. But if you're still in a field that you don't enjoy and don't love, go find that thing. You can do it. I swear you can do it. You just have to be determined and go for it. Mm-hmm. And when you get stuck in your own business, either not knowing what to do next or not knowing an answer to something or how to price something, where do you go? What do you do? I call you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's one thing. What else do you do? <laughs> um, I kind of reevaluate. So I was actually talking to somebody and they, I, I put my emotions on a lot of things. So I, that's where I mess up. I think that's my problem. Um, and that's where I confuse myself. But when you break it down, you're able to come up with a, um, reasonable solution for whatever that is. And whether that's prices or how you should handle it with a certain client, stuff like that. So being fair, um, just kind of meeting in the middle of being a good business owner, but also what's my value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we've done a lot of, we've had a lot of conversations about you being really clear on what your boundaries are, but right. maybe not knowing like how to 
like put it together in the right words so that yeah. your commitment to them was expressed at the same time that your commitment to you is expressed. Which yeah. I think a lot of uh, clients I work with, like they don't even know what the boundary is, right? So it's really great to see you be really clear. Like this is the boundary and it doesn't surprise me with you being a black and white person anyway, literally and figuratively. Right. Like, you be clear on your boundaries, but you've really, you know, the professionalism that you have and the fact that you do care about your clients and their spaces and you want them to be happy. It is that how do we massage this, the language of this policy or this customer service response so that we can hold our boundaries up and not in like, not insult the client and like really still let them know we care about them. How, right. how has figuring out that balance, like empowered you more? Um, I think I know, I don't know if this exactly answers that, but I know my goal is to like, this is a fun thing. This is supposed to feel good. This mm-hmm. is supposed to make you so happy and also make us so happy, just helping and putting together that vision. Um, so I don't know, like, I just, I always come back to that. And then, um, I forgot the beginning of your question. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I know like you are often like a very direct person, right? Like, yeah. and it's like, how do we balance? Like I'm the same way. Like, how do we balance directness? Right. So, and yeah, caring? I'm very nice until mm-hmm. you push me and I can be rude. And if you're going to be rude, I'm going to put my foot down and stop that. And then we're not going to continue work. Um, Mm -hmm. after the problem is solved, if there is a problem that's only happened one time. So, you know, that it is what it is. And Mm -hmm. I just know, I I don't like to be treated a certain way. I don't like my Mm -hmm. team to be treated a certain way. Yeah. And we feel uncomfortable or if they feel uncomfortable, we're not putting ourselves in that situation again. No. And when we, when I was doing the boundaries workshop with my thrive membership, I was thinking about you and your team. And I recently made a video about when to tell customers to F off. And I was, you know, one of the things I listed was an experience that that you and your team have had of like, no one should be crying at work. (laughs) Like no client or customer should ever make either an owner or a team member cry. No, this is no, like it's like, this is what you're going to get upset about. Then Mm -hmm. you got something going on in your own life because this is, supposed to yeah. be all fun and yeah we want you to be happy and we can fix things like it's not perfect <laughs> it's okay we're not putting a tattoo on you so if yeah. there's anything um that you know needs that then we can fix it and then we can move on yeah and and so I just I applaud you for having those boundaries and protecting your team and there's so many people out there who want to work with you. So there's no and this is really for everyone listening to right like there's so many people who want what you're offering there is no reason to hang out in a space where you're yeah. not being valued or just treated like a human. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I mean, I've maybe had one or two people that were just not nice. Um, mm-hmm. And that just shows that's on them, not everyone else, because everybody else is so happy and so kind and appreciative. And that's what we want. And those are the people mm-hmm. we want to attract. Well, I love all of this and I'm very excited to see where you guys are going. Um, everyone who's not right now, go follow at Spiff Organizing on Instagram. You will get all sorts of ideas and also really relaxing videos about um, properly organized things. I 
it makes me de-stress when I'm watching it on Instagram. That's the goal. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but no, it's amazing. I'm excited to see where you're expanding. I'm excited to see what 2022 brings you. Um, as we're wrapping up for the day, is there anything else you would love to share with everyone listening? Um, uh, yeah, if you're thinking about getting organized and budget is an issue, do it because that feeling that you're going to get is, I don't think I, I don't think you're going to look back. So (laughs) I would do it, take the investment. It's almost like interior design. Um, we, we want to come up with the best solutions for you in your home that work for you and are functional for you. So I have heard of people being a little like, I don't know, because of budget, but it's an investment. There's different ways to pay <laughs> and you'll feel good. So I think it's yeah. always worth it. Yeah. And I, I would echo that because if anyone who's thinking about it and on the fence, your space is such an impact in who you right. are and who you invite into your home and what the you feel energy. comfortable creating. Yeah. So yeah, it if really you want to be living your best life, you you can't live in a home that doesn't inspire and empower you. Right. And I think we don't realize how much our stuff weighs on us sometimes. So it's so important to go through an organizing process so right. that you at least know that the space that you spend the most time in is not an anchor to where you want to go. Yeah. You don't want to dread going home at the end of the day because of your clutter. That mm-hmm. that feeling is, I think, all, what all of our clients are referring to is they just feel so good. We do their yeah. closet. They just, they're like, I want to be in here all day because it feels so good. That's the feeling we want. And that's what we want you to have. So that's the most important piece to me. Well, thank you so much to being a yes to Powerful Ladies Podcast and to me. And I'm very excited for our next session together to talk about some of these things that came up that are next for you. Um, But just thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode. All the links to connect with Jenna and Spiff are in our show notes at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. There you can also leave comments and ask questions about this episode. If you want more Powerful Ladies, come and join us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies, where you can also find free downloads to start living powerful today. Subscribe to this podcast and help us connect with more listeners like you by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you're looking to connect directly with me, please visit caraduffy.com or follow me on Instagram at Cara underscore Duffy. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.